0: Don't look back, because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. This is Kip Herridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. we tell you in just a few minutes what happened to the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward, using the VRA Investing System as our guide. Kind of a quiet day today again today, kind of a back-to-back days here. Dow Jones closed down 43 points today, just just over 26,000 on the Dow Jones. Uh, again, very quiet day today. Nasdaq uh, was our loser on the day, but just slightly so, down three tenths of one percent at seven thousand seven hundred ninety-two. And I winner on the day, actually closing positive on the day. What was the Russell two thousand uh, just up fractionally, closing at fifteen nineteen. But uh, that's the sign we want to see. Again, if you've been joining us here, you know we've had just a hell of a move higher, thirteen hundred point move in the Dow Jones higher in seven days. Pretty much a parabolic uh, semi melt up here. ...off of uh, uh, hugely oversold, extreme oversold levels, uh, again, which we've been focusing on here. And so it's, it's normal to see a bit of a pause here, but in momentum-fueled breakouts, which is what we believe this is, uh, pauses are short-lived. Uh, also, want to give you a heads-up tonight. hope you can join us. I'll be, on the, uh, I'll be on Newsmax TV with the great Wayne Allen Root tonight at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Again, Newsmax TV. You can watch it on your local cable provider... Watch it online, uh, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, talking about the Trump economic miracle, the three reasons that we see the Dow Jones hitting 50,000-plus in the next just over, uh, say, five and a half years, and uh, where you should have your money uh, to really maximize your returns. We're up uh, 21% so far this year. We've beaten the S&P 500 15 to 16 years, and uh, we believe we're correctly positioned here to crush Mr. Market. In our portfolio of ETFs and uh, uh, in our, uh, our small cap growth stocks. So uh, join us anytime at VRAinsider.com. Again, uh, VRAinsider.com. Love to have you here with us. Uh, some quick uh, comments on what we're seeing uh, in the, uh, in the uh, fake news mainstream financial media here. Uh, a lot of talk today, again, about a recession. Uh, a story made the rounds today that a recession could wipe out 30%. Of the U.S. stock market, and uh, again here here we go. Uh, I don't know where they get these stories from, except they know that uh, perma bears and these uh, list building websites know that negative news sells. Which, of course, we know that's true, but uh, you just you have to know what to listen to and what to avoid. And the reality check that we've been pointing out to our folks here is that uh, look, the unemployment rate is at a 50-year low, 3.6%. There are now over a million jobs, more jobs available than there are people to fill them. And our GDP growth rate is at 3.1% over the last 12 months. So yeah, negative news clickbait works, but that's what it is. Bull markets love climbing a wall of worry. We want more of these stories. We We want to see 10 here comes a recession stories a day. We want to see 10... Trump's going to crash the economy. Stories today, we want to see ten Chinese tariffs are going to send the U.S. economy into a great depression. Story. These stories. It, uh, again, this is what the, what we call the wall of worry bull market. The more people that sell, talking about the public by and large, the higher the market goes. Why is that? Well, uh, again, the one of our two of our sentiment surveys are the AAI. Sentiment survey and uh, fear and greed index. I mean, they're they're both at fear to extreme fear readings right now. This is not how markets top, right? This is uh, the public that's buying into the fear that's getting out of the market. We see that in uh, in fund flows each week. I believe for the year, we're over a hundred billion dollars in uh, in funds that have been pulled out of ETFs and mutual funds. Uh, uh, just really pretty staggering, considering that the Dow Jones is up what. Uh, Seventy-five hundred points since Trump was elected. Forty percent move higher, yet people are bearish. Go figure, right? Uh, We also saw today, by the way, some very good economic news in the mortgage industry. Mortgage applications last for the week uh, soared twenty-seven percent. Now, obviously, this is fueled by low interest rates. People refinancing their mortgage, but still, that's what that's the kind of sign you want to see. if you look at housing stocks, and we're long housing stocks, we have been for some time, we have over 100% gain in uh, in our leveraged ETF housing stocks since just those December lows. Uh, the XHB, which is the uh, S&P 500 home builder ETF, now sits at uh, just 9% below all-time highs. And it's, it's put in a series of, of higher lows and higher highs. And again, if if you're looking for signs of a recession, we would see that here. You'd see it in the housing market, so, but it's just not showing up, and that's why the VRA investing system uh, continues to, to be so overwhelmingly bullish. Currently, 9 out of 12 screens reading bullish. Um, a couple other things uh, that could drive the market here. Uh, the, the G20, of course, is coming up June 28th and 29th in Osaka, Japan. Trump talked about it today in a press conference about his meeting with President Xi of China. Almost no one thinks that a deal with China is going to be reached, either before or at this event. Uh, But the fact that they're meeting uh, and the fact that we're one tweet away, as Tyler referenced yesterday, we're really one tweet away from the Dow Jones being up 1,000 points in a day or two with respect to China and trade. And also, we have the Fed meeting uh, that's coming up in July. Nothing's going to happen at this month's Fed meeting, but next month, uh, articles out today indicating there could be as much as a 50 basis point cut in interest rates at uh, next month's Fed meeting. We are completely in favor of that. Again, if you've been listening to us here, it makes zero sense. And, and I've yet to find anyone that, can, that, that, that actually has argued with me on this point, either in, our, in what we've written, either in our, in our podcast or through Twitter, etc. yet to hear a single person had, that's had a, a, a problem with the case we've made about interest rates. From a common sense point of view, what sense does it make for our 10-year to trade with a yield of two point, just over 2.1%? Okay? When the, the same equivalency, the 10 years in, say, throughout Europe or Japan, are 0 to 1%. We, look, this is a global economy, certainly a global debt market. Uh, money flows pretty easily flowing into the U.S. aggressively, flowing into U.S. debt aggressively, and uh, certainly makes perfect sense why it would. That's also why interest rates in the U.S. must come down. The Federal Reserve will act, we believe, in July. We're not sure it's going to be 50 basis point, but we look for at least a, a quarter point cut in July, and, uh, and, and good for them. It's, it's uh, at least time to reverse the mistake they made with the December rate hike, uh, which, uh, of course, uh, sent the markets into that uh, December 24th. Uh, capitulation tailspin. Uh, The other short-term stimulus, or actually it's more of a long-term stimulus, but it's certainly affecting the short-term as well, is just the amazing amount of money that continues to come out of the markets via mergers and acquisitions and share buybacks. Last year, the total was more than $5 trillion removed from the market. These are free trading shares that are removed from the market via buybacks or mergers and acquisitions. This year's total is expected to be at least the same, at least $5 trillion. That's, Folks, that's $10 trillion in the span of two years that's being removed from the market. That's a structural abnormality. We've talked about it a lot here. It continues, and if you believe in the, in the basics of supply and demand and economics 101, then it tells you with less supply and at least equal to increasing demand, which of course we have, prices must rise. And that's, that's, that's a structural element of the bull market that very few people are talking about but it's a reason the markets one of the one of the big reasons the markets continue to rise against supply and demand uh, eco 101 uh internals today were mixed to negative uh again across the board uh, advanced declined up down volume new 52 week highs and lows were each just slightly negative nothing to be concerned about uh, in our sector analysis of the 11 P 500 sectors six were positive five were negative the plus side with utilities up plus 1.3% healthcare up a half percent energy was down 1.4% and financials down uh, right at 1% bitcoin which continues to be the the best risk on risk off signal indicator that we've seen in the last two two and a half years closed up uh, well over well I'll say well over over $8000 today in bitcoin 8163 up $246. we have been long there since, since $600 of Bitcoin. Uh, oil closed today, down 220 a barrel. That was our big loser, back down to $51 a barrel. Uh, gold, uh, which I'm going to talk about just a bit here, was up 560 at 1336 And it's really a combination of the, the gold, the chart of gold, both the fundamentals and the technicals of both gold and the miners looks extraordinarily bullish here. Uh, again, even in the face of what has been uh, extraordinary U.S. dollar strength, gold has held above the 200-day moving average, remained in, in, in bull market-confirmed territory, and now the dollar is starting to, uh, to go down with lower rates. Again, both of these are ultra bullish for, for gold, and uh, we saw that again today. We, we're also seeing a technical sign that uh, the 200-day moving average is now turned higher in gold. This is a, technically a very bullish sign. Again, we're very long, gold, silver, and mining stocks, and uh, we believe this when they break out. And by the way, breakout for us, a true breakout, is going to be gold at uh, $1,400 an ounce. Again, 1336 an ounce today. And uh, the miners, uh, which we use GDX as the mining ETF, uh, over 25 will be confirmed breakouts. GDX today closed at uh, just under 23. Got a little ways to go, not, not too far. Um, Well, folks, uh, as always, thank you for joining us today. Again, my name is Kip Herridge. Please join us at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. Hope you, you can join me tonight with the great Wayne Allen Root on Newsmax at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until tomorrow after the close, we'll see you then.